No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. That's a quote attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt. If you've ever spent any time around someone who's always angry, it's usually because they're looking for something to be angry about. Some people are always cocked and loaded, ready to be offended. Maybe that's you. I know that's been me at times. I have these seasons where I'm just like, I'm on edge right now. If anybody says anything, I'm going to let them have it. (laughs) Sometimes we live more of our days like that than otherwise. But today we're going to talk about how to control whether you're offended or not. And we're going to talk a little bit about the spiritual side of that. And let me just say, this episode may get me into some trouble with you or with somebody else. Somebody is waiting to be offended by what I'm going to say in this episode. But really, I just want to reassure you, because it's spiritual, I am never out to offend you. I just am curious about some things, and sometimes that causes me to explore some ideas that will offend people who have a very strong dogma. See, being offended is incredibly costly. It takes away so much from us. It robs us of our peace, most importantly. It also robs us of our time and our creativity and our relationships, and it robs you of your ability to just relax. So relax, because today we're going to talk about how to stop having people offend you, how to stop letting them hurt you, so you can be happy, joyful, and full of life, strong, and not inferior. This episode is going to challenge someone's dogma, and that's good. Allow it if that's happening to you, but don't allow it to offend you. All right, enough said on all that. Let's get started. Welcome to Mental Mastery Moment. I'm your coach, Paul Desmond Adams. Think of this show as your quick daily coaching session. Each 10 to 15 minute episode is designed to help you live the life you were created to live. I'll help you realign your mindset and maximize your productivity, deepen your relationships, and tap into your infinite creative source. On Thursdays, we always talk about what's beyond us, what's bigger than us, the infinite that is beyond, but accessible by us. Today is the day to be curious. So let's get started right now with today's episode of Mental Mastery Moment. I've actually got another quote that applies to this episode. When I'm doing an episode, I always try to find the very best quote And sometimes when I'm just making sure I got all my ducks in a row and I'm giving a fair shake to everything on a topic, I'll find another quote that I think works as well. And I've got a number of them in this episode. I think it's great because it means a lot of people over time have thought about this idea of being offended. This quote says, forgive all those who offend you, not for them, but for you. That's a quote from Harriet Nelson, you may not remember, but There was a show on TV years ago called Ozzie and Harriet, and Harriet Nelson was the female lead on that show. So remember that. Forgive all those who offend you, not for them, but for you. Forgive me if this offends you. Not for me. Don't let me off the hook. Let yourself off the hook. This episode is going to be challenging. What you hear today might be highly offensive to you. It's on you as to whether you let that offense take root. You can just let it go. You can keep your peace and you can keep your joy and just let it go. Marcus Aurelius said, oh, here comes another quote, sorry. Choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed. Don't feel harmed and you haven't been harmed. Think about that one. Choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed 
don't feel harmed and you haven't been. That's powerful. You control whether you're harmed or not. It's on you whether you're harmed by somebody else. There's an equation I saw Jack Canfield, the author, share at one time. E times R equals O. I'll explain it to you. I think I mentioned this in another podcast episode years and years ago, but it's worth repeating. E is events. R is our response, and O is the outcome. We control O. Now, we can't control E, the events part, but we control the factor that is R, our response. Events times response equals outcome. That's the factoring part of all of it. Events are going to happen around you. You choose how you respond to the events, and that determines the outcome. Because if your response is a zero, anything times zero is always going to be a zero. So it's up to you to make that factor that is response a zero. That puts you in an incredibly powerful place. As a coach for online entrepreneurs, this is a big, big topic for a lot of clients. We're putting ourselves out there for judgment. This show, I'm putting myself out there for judgment, and I'm acknowledging that it may be offensive for some people, yourself included. But I know it's on you whether that happens. And when you put your stuff out there, when you put your ideas out there, think back to your Thanksgiving table, right? When you've said something, somebody might have been ready to be offended, especially in the last couple of years with the pandemic. If you wore a mask or didn't wear a mask or you got vaccinated or you didn't get vaccinated, all, we just seem like we're all getting offended all the time and we're all just waiting for an opportunity to be offended because we think that empowers us. We think our being offended empowers us, but truly what really empowers us is when we're not offended. We've disarmed the other person. But you can't please everybody and still cut through all the noise. So if you're building a brand online or you're an influencer or you're an author or a podcast host or anything like that, if you want to cut through the noise, you've got to be bold in your statements. If you just say the things that everybody agrees with, well, it's just going to be background noise. Nobody's going to take notice of you. So you've got to be bold, not hurtful, just like me. I've made it very clear that I may offend somebody with what I'm talking about, and we've not even gotten to the really offensive part yet, but or potentially offensive part, but I'm not out to offend anybody. I'm making that very clear. I don't want to harm somebody. Now, there's others who say things, and they're trying to rib you and trying to get at you, and they're trying to poke you, trying to find out where your buttons are, right? And if you put all the buttons away, they're powerless, but they might still try, but eventually they're going to stop trying. We tell our kids that. Just ignore them and they'll stop, right? You probably heard it as a kid or you've said it to one of your kids or, or some kids at one time. Ignore them and they'll just stop and they'll stop trying to bug you. They're trying to get a rise out of you. But right now we live in this environment in this world what people are calling cancel culture. The moment somebody says something that we disagree with, we want them not only to not say it again, we want them to not say anything again. We want to completely cancel them. We want to remove them from YouTube and from Twitter and get rid of them. Our previous president was like that. A lot of people like, oh, I just can't stand when he says that. Well, what if you choose not to be offended by it? I mean, that, that's the truth. And that's not a political statement. That also applies to my friends on the right who are offended by things that our current president or vice president or whoever says, speaker or whatever, we can choose whether it offends us or not. Now, it doesn't mean we have to agree with it. It just means we're not going to respond in a way that makes the outcome painful for us. We can't control what they do or what they say, 
We can only control our response. Now, here's what brought this up for me. I was reading a book, and um, it's kind of a book that's really, oh gosh, I don't even know how to say it. It's by Neville Goddard, and if you've never read anything by Neville Goddard, he's definitely a new thought teacher, kind of understanding the power of the mind, the power of the human mind, the power of our consciousness. And in this book, he was talking about something that Jesus had said, and I was like, man, that, that I, don't, I don't know if I ever thought of it that way. And it challenged me, and I wasn't offended by it because I'm very open about spiritual stuff, but it caused me to pause and think through this. And I'm going to give you that same challenge. Is this what Jesus meant when he said, no man comes unto me except the Father within me draws him? Now, I know if you're Christian and you have your Christian faith, that means something different. That means God calls people to Jesus. But what if it means I, what if Jesus is doing that as an example for us that I, what if nobody comes to me unless my mind allows them to come to me? And and that may not seem like a big thing right here, but I'm going to give you another thing he said that will be similar to that. But before I do, I want you to realize the Greek word for father refers to a nourisher or protector. It can refer to uh, patriarch as well, ancestry and things, but it means a lot of different things. It means a creator or a giver of life. And if we think of our consciousness and our creative thought as a giver of life, a giver of ideas, something that brings things forth to life, maybe that, and again, I could be wrong, but I'm just throwing it out there to ponder so you can be curious about that. So this father thing could apply to our higher mind, our consciousness, our higher consciousness, our higher thought, our creative mind. See, this could mean no man impacts me without my consciousness allowing him to do that, or her, right? No person impacts me without my consciousness allowing them to do that. And I know that's a challenge. I don't want to offend you, and I'm not trying to change your thinking on that. I'm just saying that's what I was thinking about when I read these words by Neville Goddard. We have so many established dogmas that we hold on to, but really those dogmas were given to us by somebody else who, who got them already packaged as established dogma. So I'm simply asking us to hold on, take off these glasses that we were handed by other people, and just look at this from a new light, from a spiritual perspective. The only people who affect you are the ones you allow to affect you. Think about that when you hear Jesus say, no man taketh away my life. I lay it down myself. I have the power to lay it down and the power to take it up again. What? Now, again, if you're in the Christian faith, that means something very strict and very clear what that means. But I'm saying, what if that is Jesus saying, nobody can take my life from me. I got to give it to them. Nobody can rob me of my joy, of my peace, of my sanity. I have to give it to them. And if I do, I can always take it back. I can take my strength back, and I can give my strength away. You have that power to lay down your life. When someone harms you, you have to lay down your life for them, or it has no effect on you. I guess I should say when someone attempts to harm you. You sacrifice your life to those you allow to take it. And that thinking was so offensive to the religious people at the time, they hated him for it. They, they really, I mean, that's part of why they crucified him. This challenged their spiritual superiority. This took things away from them and said, no, it's me. I control me. I mean, if you want to say something, 
of religious nature that offends me, I choose whether it is offensive or not. This may be why, and if we continue with that idea of the word father, maybe, just maybe, think about this, be curious about it. When Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, when he was being crucified, maybe in order for him to have peace in that moment, to have that eternal, to have that eternal peace, he knew he had to take that whole idea of forgiveness and own it in his consciousness, or it would rob him of peace in that moment. Now, someday I'd really love to dig into this idea of who the Father is and where heaven is located and all that stuff. I I really don't think any of us know, and I know if you have a strong religious belief, you, you do feel that you do know, but one of the things I've come to realize spiritually, and I think I've mentioned this even last week, is that what I believe today is different than what I believed 10 years ago and different from what I believed 10 years before that and 10 years before that. And maybe you're not that old, so you can't go that far. But I've just come to this point where I'm curious and I'm open that maybe 10 years ago I had it wrong a little bit. And so I I just try to explore these ideas with you. And yeah, this probably could get me into some trouble with some people, but it's going to be liberating for other people. And what my daughter said is the people it gets me in trouble with That's not my audience, but maybe you are. Maybe that idea is liberating to you. It might free you up from some hurdles you've had in your understanding of all these things spiritual. So I'm going to leave it at that. Just let you ponder that. It's a short episode, and we'll move on from there. I'm not asking you to take ownership of that point of view. I'm just putting it out there for you, okay? Something to consider there. You're free to reject it immediately right now. Say, that guy, Paul, he is off his rocker. And that's fine. You can say that. It's all good. And I understand completely. But I do thank you for listening and at least considering it and thinking about it. And as always, I'd ask that you share this episode. If it's maybe something that you think somebody else could benefit from, then then share it with them. Would you please? And if you love this show, please give it a five-star rating and a review to let people know why you love this show. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And as my dad said, remember, this might be you reaching beyond your grasp so what you've always grasped in the past this is a little bit beyond that and that's why i say at the end of each episode may your reach always extend beyond your grasp